Hello, product innovators. Today we learn how to research your product niche on Amazon to ensure success from an Amazon consultant, seller, and book author who's worked with thousands of product brands. This is the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in hardware product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Macko, the leading expert on product development for hardware startups. Welcome back, everyone. I'm very excited to introduce Leslie Hensel to the show. Leslie is the author of The Amazon Incubator. She has been selling on Amazon for 14 years and is also the co-founder of Riverband Consulting, which has worked with thousands of Amazon sellers directly. Today, Leslie will share some valuable knowledge from vendor startups and small manufacturers on why selling on Amazon is so important to a hardware startup, how to research your Amazon keywords, and best practices to ensure your Amazon product launch is a huge and lasting success. Now, on to the episode. This show is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at MakoDesign.com. Now, on to the episode. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. We're really excited to have you on today to talk about what Amazon is, why it's so important, but more importantly, doing your research to figure out if Amazon is a good fit for your new hardware product and how to research, how to get onto the platform, do it right, do it well, and be a leader and be a big success story on the platform with your new innovative product. And before we get into all those great details, Leslie, just give us a bit of a story of how you got to the success story that you are today. Sure thing. Well, I started selling on Amazon way back in the glory days in 2010 when it was the Wild West over on Amazon. My background is actually in marketing consulting. So a few years in, I actually started helping sellers who would get into trouble on the platform. So now I'm co-founder of Riverbend Consulting. That's what we do is assist sellers with challenges, but my heart and soul are still in selling. And I also recently wrote the book on how to sell called The Amazon Incubator. Right on. Much appreciated for that intro. And what better person today to talk about how to actually do your research to make sure that your product is a great success if you choose to launch on Amazon. Let's start big picture. What is the Amazon marketplace and why is it important consideration, at least for new hardware startups and emerging product brands? So what most people do not realize is that two thirds of the products sold on Amazon are actually sold by third party sellers. The remaining third being Amazon in a vendor type relationship where it's more like when you go to Walmart and you buy something there in the retail store. So two thirds of those goods are from people like me and you who started up businesses or have existing businesses selling on Amazon. To make it sound really sweet though, there are 150 million prime subscriptions only in the US marketplace, which is crazy. And Prime members have this tremendous tendency to go to Amazon first, either to buy products or to do research on products. In fact, Amazon has surpassed Google for product research, like what is the best X? People tend to go on Amazon now instead of Google to find their products. Wow, that's powerful. Obviously, Amazon is a great system and a great platform and the scale is massive and continuing to grow. So for those hardware startups interested and being a part of that ecosystem to get their new product onto the Amazon marketplace, where do you start? So almost any product can be sold on Amazon. The question is, should you sell it on Amazon? Because the last thing you want is to ship a lot of units to Amazon for them to fulfill and they just sit there. But you also don't want to pass up on perhaps the most amazing opportunity for sales, right? 
So what you have to figure out is, is your product suited for Amazon, which really means, is there a niche for you? Are you able to sell that product without competing against deeply entrenched brands who already have a huge presence, spend a ton of money on ads? How can you develop your product so that this strategy is part of what you're thinking about? So it could be, I mean, you've probably already thought about features and benefits. If you're not quite there yet, though, I would actually start with features and benefits as you're developing or coming up with your idea of refining it, looking at the competition on Amazon. That's great. I mean, great advice. And especially as a hardware startup, you have that luxury of, first of all, presumably if you're developing a new product, it's because you've got some sort of innovative idea. You realize some sort of unique benefit or solve the pain point to somebody through your product. And that's what you're working on. So the nice thing is, is that because you're building these new proprietary and custom technologies, hopefully that means that you're creating something unique on the marketplace. But of course, you have to think about accessory products or let's say non-direct competing products, alternative products that somebody could buy potentially in replacement of what your feature benefit, et cetera, is. And once you really realize what your specific value add is, you can now start doing your research to figure out, well, how do you fit in uniquely into that ecosystem so that people want to look for that particular opportunity or pain point, find your product and buy it? So how do you do this research when it comes to keyword research and understanding what those gaps are on the actual Amazon marketplace? So it does all start with keywords. And I encourage people to really build out long keywords as well, long tail keywords. So of course, you always have those one, two, or three words that describe your product. It's a garlic press. It's a stainless steel garlic press, whatever it might be. But could it also be, it's a stainless steel garlic press with a comfort handle? There can be all kinds of additional descriptors, just like how you'll see products that have great for birthdays or for mom, whoever the recipient of this item might be. So first, you have to develop a list of your keywords and long tail keywords. And I really encourage you to brainstorm like crazy, get creative, talk to people in your family or in your business, and get their feedback on what those should be. Because you might be limiting yourself in your own imagination, and your niche might just be something that your neighbor, your friend, your brother, your sister tells you, well, really, I would see it as X. So first start with that really broad keyword list, and then you're going to have to invest in a software tool. Fortunately, there are some very inexpensive tools. The two favorites out there right now are called Helium 10, and it's the number 10, and Jungle Scout. So both of these have keyword tools specifically for the Amazon marketplace, and you can put in various keywords, look at different categories and see how competitive those categories are. You might find out that yes, there are competitors for your specific product, but they might have very poor ratings. They might have a listing detail page, which is like your ad page on Amazon, that doesn't use all the photos, that doesn't have video, that the text is lousy, uh, it has a horrible bestseller rank. You have to figure out the whys. Is it because there's really no demand? Or is it because these folks just aren't doing a good job? And fortunately, these software tools will tell you. They will rate on a scale of 1 to 10. This is the greatest listing detail page ever made. Or actually, this is really bad. And that's why the, <laughs> the item isn't selling. So you play with those various keywords and try and drill down and find what's that subcategory 
where there is still an opening for competition that you can really go get some great sales. That's amazing. And you know, the nice thing too, is when you're looking at these and you're looking at these people that are selling these products, you can think about how your product directly competes with their product. What better way to win the game than having a great product? At the end of the day, that's what customers want. They want the product that either creates that opportunity for them or solves that pain point. So if you've made a better mousetrap, so to speak, or you've created a segment of that mousetrap industry, or as you use the garlic press, you've made some super special garlic press that does this very special thing. And you realize that the word garlic crusher device that never breaks is wide open for the taking. What an amazing opportunity for you to focus on that from a marketing perspective, but also build that world-class product that you thought definitely beat the competitor and win on both fronts. I always like to look at it when you're developing a product, you want to make a better product than them, you also want to make better advertising or better promotion of that product than your competitors. If you win on both edges, then people have to buy from you at that point in time because you're winning on, on every angle. But at the end of the day, it starts with a great product. And I love that you brought up advertising and promotions because the keywords that you use when you develop your product, you decide how you're going to market, how you're going to position, what niche it goes into. That all flows into how you build your listing detail page, the keywords in the back end of that page, and even your advertising. If you buy pay-per-click advertising on Amazon, those keywords are important across all of these functions. And by doing that keyword research on these software tools, it can give you so much insight. And like you mentioned, Kevin, it'll give you insight into the competitors who are making money the ones who really are killing it in some adjacent category. And you can use right. those best practices for your own product. That's amazing. Yeah, looking at those adjacent categories, especially if your product really is very proprietary or very unique, there really isn't a market, which is great because that's your opportunity to realize, yeah, no one's really selling to this set of keywords, selling this type of product. Uh, but then looking at those accessory or nearby or adjacent industries and saying, well, what are they doing well? What are they doing poorly? And I'm going to make sure I'm doing the best of both worlds and figuring out that gap. Now, let's assume that you've figured out this gap. You've got a great product. How do you actually build and protect that niche? Oh, such a great question. So there is a feature on Amazon called Brand Registry. And Brand Registry is so important for anyone developing a new product that they are going to trademark. Because what you're essentially doing is declaring to Amazon, I am Leslie, this is my product, this is my trademark, mark it down. <laughs> so you go through a process of registering with brand registry, just like you register on Amazon, and you show them your trademark paperwork. Your lawyer usually has to click a button or two or whoever submitted your trademark information uh, application. And that way in the future, if you have someone come and knock off your products or try and sell on your own listing, but they're selling counterfeits, you can get them removed from Amazon and have those products taken down. So it is super important if you're investing all this money on design, development, trademarks, patents, even all of these things, you've got to take that next step and register on brand registry so you have some tools to fight off the bad guys. Uh, that's great. And now from a business perspective, how do you just protect against, let's say, honest competitors, people maybe with similar products, or like we were talking about other products that may solve the problem, but in a different way? How do we win the game of being the best in that actual niche that we're creating using some of the business practices that you find as best practices on Amazon today? So there is a magical period on Amazon called your honeymoon. 
Yes, you get to have another honeymoon, y'all, if you've already gotten married and had one. This is your Amazon (laughs) honeymoon. And everyone debates about how long it really is. It's probably somewhere between 45 and 90 days where everything you do is treated as it's awesome and special and great. So no matter what you do, Amazon thinks you're fantastic just for those 45 to 90 days. So, so many things you want to do right at the beginning when you get that listing up and the inventory ready to go to make sure you launch really well. The magic is the best seller rating, BSR. And there's one in every category. I know y'all have seen it before when you're shopping on Amazon. So it'll say like number one in books or number one in marketing books, but number 325 in books overall. All the subcategories have a number one. That's your focus during your honeymoon. You want to boost that BSR. So hit the ground running with a listing detail page that is gorgeous. You need photos of your product. Now, I know you're in love with your product or you wouldn't have invested in it, but you can't just have pictures of your product. You need lifestyle images. So those are pictures of your product being used or in the setting in which they'd be used. Ideally, they should include, don't laugh, hot women, babies, and dogs. That is what sells products on Amazon is hot women, babies, and dogs. If you can fit in two of those, even better. You can have videos of your product that will also help your conversion because Amazon will serve up the video in the search results on mobile. So you've got to have all this hitting the ground day one. You don't want to wait and like build in flight. Okay, now I'm going to land the product at Amazon. Now I'm going to start to make the page look nice. No, you need a plan where it's ready to go all at the beginning so you can get the most out of that honeymoon and then start with some advertising. So if you want to fend off these other guys, like Kevin's mentioning, someone comes in right after you with the same product, you need to already have a bestseller ranking that is going to fend them off in search results. And that's by putting in this work right at the beginning. Nice. That's great. Planning ahead is always a good idea in product development in general. But of course, as you're getting onto these platforms, you want to win the game and you want to be the best of the best. And you should be because you've made a great new product that is innovative, unique. You are the category engineer. You are the one creating this beautiful new sub niche within that category that you're in. So you know, we want you to win that fight. Now, the last thing that I know you talk a lot about is the idea of fulfillment. So you hit the ground running, you do your planning, you're growing like crazy. Talk a bit about Amazon fulfillment. And then I want to touch briefly at the end before I let you go about your book, and then we'll say goodbye. So a question to ask from the beginning is, will it ship? Because what you need to figure out is, is this a product that is friendly to selling on Amazon fee-wise if you use their fulfillment or if you use a 3PL? So the reason this is important is so many built on Amazon success stories do rely on Amazon FBA, which is fulfillment by Amazon. That is where you ship all your goods to an Amazon warehouse And the beauty of it is then they take over that prime delivery promise. So they're the ones delivering within two days or the next day to all of your buyers. But there are a lot of fees associated with this. Now, they are competitive to if you hired your own staff, you're paying a 3PL, you're buying your own shipping, as long as the product is not too big or hazmat. So if your product gets over certain dimensions... It can push you into a higher fee category that makes you not profitable. If your product is hazmat, it can do the same thing. Some hazmat you can fulfill with Amazon, some you cannot. So you really need to do research from the beginning. 
to make sure that the dimensions of your product in the box or however it's delivered fit in the smallest category that you can manage on Amazon's fulfillment systems. Because when you leap into another category, it could put you in the red. So just a really good thing to think of right at the beginning, because you might think you've got the best Amazon product ever, but if it's super big and heavy, probably best to fulfill some other way. Great advice. Now you wrote the book, The Amazon Incubator, which goes into a lot of these topics in a lot more depth and detail. Just give us a quick highlight about that and where the listeners can find a copy to buy. So the Amazon Incubator, I wrote as an antidote to some of the courses and systems out there that cost thousands and thousands of dollars. It's such a turnoff for me, especially since a lot of folks who buy those end up being my clients for bad reasons. Instead, what I try to offer is an inexpensive blueprint to how to sell on Amazon, figuring out if it's even right for you, setting your goals, setting up all the basic systems that you need to have an Amazon business, and then how to grow it over time, how to use virtual assistants, how to build SOPs. It answers a lot of the, can I do this and how do I do it about Amazon? You can find it at all the major bookstores and especially at (laughs) amazon.com. And if you have any questions or if you want some free goodies, I did a three-part video course and a workbook. If you buy the book, you can go to the amazonincubator.com. Much appreciated, Leslie. And as always for listeners, I will put the links below in the show notes so anyone can just click through there. Thanks again for all your words of wisdom on how to sell and how to sell right on Amazon. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks. And we will talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and hit the like button and subscribe. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Mako, North America's leading expert on product development for hardware startups. And the podcast is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at macodesign.com. That's M-A-K-O design.com. Thanks for joining and see you again soon.